Welcome to Hebrews Faith, a podcast focusing on biblical views for being a Christian. My name is Eric Hansen, and I am the founder of Hebrews Ministries, and I welcome you to a new episode of Hebrews Faith. Today I want to talk to you about finding a biblical church. Before we get into the topic of today, I want to start today off with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this time that we have together and hope that the message is reached out to those that need to hear it and also those that are looking for a church, maybe people that are going through some confusion or some loss and trying to find a place to find comfort and be able to also just worship you and be around fellow Christians as well. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So as I said, today's episode is about finding a biblical church, and this can really span multiple episodes because once you get past the foundation of what is in a biblical church, you really get into different theological aspects that is more on a personal level than anything that someone can probably tell you because even in the Bible, they have various references to different things such as whether you have free will or you're predetermined. This episode isn't going to focus on things like that, but instead just focus on the foundation of a biblical church. And first I want to draw your attention to 1 John chapter 4, verses 1-3, through 3, where it says, Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you can recognize the spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in has come in the flesh is from God. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and even now is already in the world. With the power of the internet and also from word of mouth, you can easily discover or at least have an idea as to what a church will believe by viewing the website and talking to other people that currently go there. One of the quickest ways to determine whether the church is biblical or not is their message. It's kind of a two-fold part there. One is whether it's focused on man or God, and also if it is focused on God, then what is the message being delivered? The important thing to know about that is to understand the gospel, which is at its core that Jesus went on the cross, sacrificed himself for our sins, and that we have to come to him in order to be saved. Now, if you talk to me in person, you probably know my disinterest, uh, so to speak, for TV preachers like Joe Austin, Joyce Mayers, etc. I'm not going to get into that too much right now because that can be yet another episode in itself. <laughs> but basically, the point of bringing them up is that they are what would be what would be considered false prophets, and so. A very good idea is to look at what they are teaching and what they're saying and kind of steer away from that in your searching of a church. Essentially, if the message that the church is preaching is that God will serve you and that God is doing nothing but loving you regardless of what you do, it's a false church. We are to serve God. God will judge us justly. As a good friend of mine also says whenever we talk about finding a church and basically church in general is that if you find a church that is perfect, then don't go to it because you'll ruin it. 
Meaning that every church is going to have its flaws, whether you see them right away or not. And if you think it's perfect, uh, when you get there, you're going to start seeing those flaws and just be disappointed about what's going on. And this is also where it's important to do your research, to do your recon, and to basically see what the church is promoting to the public. When me and my wife left Dollar Branch, I did a lot of researching of churches around us. I did talking to other people. We also had a list of things that we know we needed out of a church, which was focusing on missionary, like doing work within the community and even abroad, that, that it was focused on the Bible, and that they wanted to raise disciples, and that they're actively doing so as well. And especially with COVID going on, some of these were a little bit more difficult to have, and we understand that. We understand that not every church is going to be able to provide everything that we need all the time. And so we took that into account as well. A lot of this was just researching through what the website said. And the ones that I felt were more in line to where we stood on things and what we were looking for. I found a way to reach out to them in some way. Mostly being through Facebook. Which... It's really up to you, but it's a good idea. Well, it could be a good idea, I should say, <laughs> to get an idea as to how their community is. Is it active online? Is it just no one doing anything on the Facebook page or anything like that? And that may not be important to you, how they are online. You may not even have a Facebook account to begin with. But it's just kind of things to be aware of if you are looking for a church that supports doing things online. Because, for example, me and my wife can't always go into the building. And so we would like to be able to at least watch the service online when we can. And talking to one church in particular for probably about a few weeks, if not a little bit more, I've been eyeing the website and looking through some of the things that they had. And one thing to look for on the church website to get a better idea about them from the outside level is a values and missions area. I, what values do they have? What do they believe? And also what their church mission is. Because if their church mission doesn't align with their values or their beliefs, then is it really a church that knows what they're doing? And a lot of it is personal taste. A lot of it is personal interest. It really depends on what you are looking for and if you have a partner like I have my wife, then you may want to account for that. It really depends on your relationship. I can't tell everyone how to do a single thing because this is a lot more personal than anything else, really. But there's some steps that you could take that I feel has helped us as well. And one of them is definitely to reach out to the pastor or at least some person from there. Like if you can reach out to the worship director or even like the youth pastor or something, to just get an idea as to how the leadership is there, because that's the most important thing. They're the shepherds to the sheep, and they need to be able to protect us when we have issues. Being able to talk to them in some capacity is always nice. The more that they seem invested in wanting to get to know you as a person that's not even part of their congregation at the time, you ready to show how much they may care about you in the future as well. If you can't discover the church history, that's also a good thing as well. 
the church that we went to recently gave us a little, I would call it a pamphlet, really, of the about 50 years of the church history, and learned quite a bit just from that even itself. Yeah, just kind of getting the information about the church as to where it is now, if you're interested in where it came from even, can help you understand why some of the decisions were made as well to get to where they were, or where they are. <laughs> Unfortunately for people like me who are very introverted and, I guess, socially shy, as some may call it, it can be very difficult to do this. But if it's that important to you to be in a church, which I feel everyone, every Christian and not Christian should be, then we really need to understand where we're going. We need to understand who is telling us the things that we're hearing and where they believe in things. Is it always going to be easy? No. And we're not always going to be able to digest or want to digest what to tell us. But we need to accept what is being said so that we can move forward in our spiritual walk with Christ. And through that we can discover new things like what our spiritual gifts are, what we believe, and be able to have conversations without being upset or angry at the end of it just because we're told something that we don't like to hear. So at the end of the day, finding a biblical church essentially means that they're biblically centered. That the Bible is the sole authority, is the final authority, is infallible, meaning that there's no issues. The Bible is holy, the Bible is true. From that, I find that it's a lot easier to expand into different things, such as the mission, um, how important prayer is, whether the more about so essentially, yeah. Right now, the the best way to find a biblical church is to, one, actually understand the Bible, at least to a point of where it says about churches, which you can get a good idea from reading through the book of Acts and the different apostles from Paul, the different letters that he wrote. If you want to understand the biblical way that elders should be, like pastors, uh worship leaders, people of that stature. You can look through First and Second Timothy. Those are both pretty quick reads as well, actually. The biggest thing I can suggest is if you're looking for a biblical church but don't know what that really means exactly, then, well, one, I apologize for not being able to give that information to you through this podcast, but also read through one of the Gospels which, as I've said before, I personally recommend Luke, but everyone has a preference. And then read through Acts, and just kind of go from there through the different books in the New Testament. I still wouldn't recommend reading Revelations, because that's kind of an angle kind of book. I would recommend those. If I had to particularly pick a few of them, then I would definitely say Hebrews, First and Second Timothy, First John is pretty good, too, for being able to have a discerning judgment of character. Book of Romans is good. Kind of more on the theological side of things, but there's a lot of good information in there that Paul wrote about being a Christian during Roman times, which I feel is very translatable to now as well. With that said, as always, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to 
Hebrews Ministries on the website at hebrewsministries.org where we always have a spot for you to ask questions, give us feedback, or anything like that. Now let you end today's podcast and another prayer, so if you're able to and want to, please bow your head with me as we pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity, this time that we have together. I just ask that this is this message reaches out to people that need to hear it, people that are looking to find a place to worship you with others. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Until next time, have a blessed season of growth.